0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Elevate Experience,
1: the podcast about overcoming struggles and adversity and how that relates to addiction, recovery, and health. I am your host and the CEO of Elevate Addiction Services, Angie Manson.
0: And I'm Dallas Terrell, co-host and life intervention counselor at Elevate. Thank you so much for joining us, and let's jump right in.
1: Today, we have a different episode than we've ever done. Dallas and I have brought on two other people so it's the first time we've ever had four people on the show and uh thomas legan tommy legan you've heard before and today we also have nate tuttenham he's our coo welcome nate uh the reason for the four of us is we are all crossfit level one trainers so today, since we've, we've talked about it numerous times in our shows, but we've never gone deep on why we have CrossFit in the show, we thought it'd be good to put the four of us on for our different perspectives and to give you, the listener, a different perspective about CrossFit in rehab. There we go. Dow, before we dive into how it got here, you have anything you want to say?
0: I guess the only thing I would say is that uh, I'm excited. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just Just excited. excited. We got all the CrossFit level one trainers of Elevate in one building and we're here to just really dive into that and what it looks like and how it started and where it is now and why we love it.
1: So I'm thinking, first I'll take it back to like when I first started CrossFitting. I think it was about eight or nine years ago and several of the staff got a group on and started doing CrossFit and everybody was pretty much into fitness at that point or trying different things. And so a lot of the guys got this group on and tried CrossFit out in Watsonville. And uh, I decided to join, even though I was really against, like, group working out, especially five in the morning, like, oh, my God, everyone's going to see me without makeup. Um, You know, it was there's all the considerations or maybe I need to get fit before I go get fit because I feel like, you know, this is going to be too hard. So. I had all the same considerations as most people prior to starting CrossFit, but it was a group activity and I'm a huge group person and I wanted to go hang out with uh, my friends and staff. So I joined and uh, after doing it for it, it wasn't a natural fit, but there was naturally something that I was good at in the beginning, which I think that's a case. And I think that's also why CrossFit's so popular, because being a novice, I was not good at lifting. My cardio was very bad. I have a heart condition. There's a million reasons of why I wasn't a great athlete or person that could work out. But for some reason, I could do a handstand against the wall longer than anybody else. And and that nice. was just like a little win that I didn't even know I could do. And, and sometimes it's just those little things that keep you pushing along. And so um, I started going for a few years. And I think at some point, Nate, you came in. Maybe it's when we, Aptos yeah. opened up.
2: Yeah, I was, uh, for a while, I, you know, you guys were all getting into it. And um, I did not want to be a bandwagoner. And, <laughs> you know, it was, it was being pushed on me hard. But I've been going to, you know, like the regular gym for years. I I've always run quite a bit, stuff like that. And uh, you know, I had this thing in my mind that I I wanted to be able to uh, listen to my own music. And at CrossFit, you don't get that option. And uh, you know, so people would ask me, I'd be like, you know what? I just want to listen to my own music. I don't want to get into this. And then I I don't know. Eventually, at some point, I just got sucked into it. I gave it a shot, and you know, it's kind of cool what you said, Angie, about the you know that like you had that thing. You could do a handstand against a wall longer than anybody else. And um, you know, just a diverge a little bit, I think that's what's really cool about CrossFit is there's such a broad variety of activities involved in CrossFit that uh, everybody can kind of find the thing that they excel at, and it really does drive them to uh, to keep going and, you know, and to stay excited about uh, the sport and all that type of stuff, but um, yeah, you were a, you were a pioneer in, in our little gang of CrossFitters, and uh, I jumped in a little bit later, but haven't looked back.
1: Yeah, well, the cool part about it is, uh, uh, you know, we were just doing it to do it for our own personal fitness. There was never a thought or intention of putting it into the program, And, and I remember very specifically... Uh, There was a partner workout that you and I did, and your fitness level was way higher than mine. For me, I always struggled with partner workouts because I feel like I'm holding that partner back due to I can't lift as much, I can't go as fast. I had all my millions of considerations about partner workouts. But you and I worked so well as a team and you encouraged me and we actually did very well together, better than I do on my own because I felt like I didn't want to let my partner down. That it was almost like the light bulb that went on in my head about the parallels of People getting sober and the ones that are successful, it is due to these relationships and working together and being there together and not being isolated. And I really, I think at that moment had the realization of like, we need to put this in the program to help people get sober because there's so many parallels between CrossFit and drug addicts, just the competitiveness and the hustle that you got to do to be a drug addict that translates really well into being a CrossFitter. Would you guys agree with that?
3: Yeah, Absolutely,
2: I'd agree with that. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. good. You got it. You just got that that drive that you have to put in every day to keep the hustle going, to stay on drugs or to keep drinking. If you can just channel that into into fitness, you're gonna be you're gonna be golden. You're
1: gonna be golden. Yeah. And the cool thing about uh, utilizing it in our program is, being drug addicts and alcoholics, it's a very lonely, selfish sort of thing. CrossFit sort of forces you outside of that. You have to cheer for other people. You have to make sure you know everybody finishes before you can clean up your equipment you have to the the underdog gets rooted for more than the winner so there's so many cool things that are really like translate well into recovery or successful and happy recovery as opposed to uh, not doing these things would you guys agree with that
3: absolutely yeah Uh, you know addiction is such a isolated thing and you know people are using in their homes or hiding things from, you know, their family and their friends. And, and, you know, they say, you know, the opposite of some people say the opposite of addiction is connection and CrossFit really, really uh, brings you into that healthy connection where you're, you're, you're with all your peers, you're cheering each other on. And, you know, it, and it also makes, um, you know, being a part of a support group uh, a little bit more comfortable in a sense, meaning uh, a lot of people when they go to meetings or recovery groups outside of, of treatment, it's, it's like an uncomfortable thing because they've been maybe isolated for so long and they might not like a big social scene. And CrossFit kind of gets you used to that in a way where you're exercising, you're not just talking and listening around a group of people you're you're exercising and there's uh, it's interesting you can see people really connect through fitness and become more comfortable socially in an environment like that
2: yeah that's a really good point tom i think uh that's one of the biggest things that i noticed or or when we were initially talking about or kind of creating the elevate program and uh wanting to integrate fitness into it was that with CrossFit, you know, it, it, gives, it gives a number of things that are beneficial to recovery. Obviously, it gets you fit, which is something that's, you know, you, you need to, when you're getting clean, your body's in bad shape, and so you need to get fitness in. Um, but beyond that, it offers a sense of community, you know, because when you, when you become clean, you need to develop a positive community around you. And obviously, there's, there's a lot of self-help out there, and other people in recovery, and that's, you know, and that's a, a huge component of it. But you kind of want to broaden your horizons with that. And in CrossFit, you're involved in a community that's geared toward fitness and healthy living and, you know, a lot of positive activities and exposed to a lot more. And then through the act of going to a workout and doing it around people and kind of having that friendly competition with each other and that camaraderie. Uh, You know, you develop self-confidence, you develop an ability to engage socially without being on drugs or alcohol, you know, because you have this activity you're involved in. And so you're not pressured to have to engage with others. So it becomes easy and natural and you can just kind of do it at your own pace. And, uh, you know, I think like the um, the connections and the friendships you make in that setting are a little bit unique in that you know, like you're working towards something, you're feeling good, you have a lot of endorphins releasing. And so it really gives an opportunity for you to connect with people on a different level than just having a conversation or talking about recovery or, you know, talking about work or whatever else goes on in life. So it's it's a really cool thing. And, uh, you know, for me, that was one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to see it go into the program so that we could just We could give our clients something more than just getting them clean we want to give them like a full life we want to you know have a holistic viewpoint of this program
1: yeah exactly and they have a healthy group to go back to after after they finish the program which i think is really important too because if you're around good peers you're most likely to do good and uh, everybody who crossfits obviously wants to do well at least physically for themselves so it's a great environment to go into so i'm going to transition over to you guys real quick so Both of you guys, and I'm talking to Dallas and Tom right now, you guys were into fitness prior to CrossFit. You both went to like the regular gyms, Gold's gyms, and had your own workouts. Tom was very uh, into lifting. Dal, I believe you were as well.
2: These guys were huge.
1: They were huge.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We'll post
0: pictures.
1: (laughs) Nice. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And so when we brought CrossFit in, uh, at first, you guys were just like, okay, that's cool. Uh, Because we took them down to the local gym so you guys weren't really still exposed to it you just knew as part of the program you're supportive and that sort of thing but then at some point uh when we built the gym and uh, we brought you guys in to start doing it as staff let's talk about that how different that was for you or what a transition that was
3: well i'll go first yeah Yeah, yeah. um yeah i was uh working out bodybuilding type stuff you know chest and try back and by Leg day, a little soft on the leg day, I have to say. Leg, leg day once leg once a quarter. Core, yeah. <laughs> yeah, leg day. No yeah, core. once every other week. No, yeah, no core. Skip that one a lot, and yeah, big shoulder day, uh, hour of shoulder presses and stuff like that. But uh, um. And, you know, I, I did that for like five years. So I'd, you know, wake up early, go to the gym. I'd take, um, you know, some newer staff with me. And, um, and you know, it kind of started getting old. It, and uh, I'd heard about CrossFit. And I tried my, to
1: get you into CrossFit. Yeah, a
3: lot of people tried to get me into CrossFit. <laughs> yeah. In particular, you. Yes. Uh, and uh, now... Um, I was kind of, uh, I was against it. I just, I didn't, you know, I was stubborn. Kind of like Nate. You want to do your own thing. Yeah, I want to do my own thing. Yeah, I like what you said. I'm for sure one of my uh, considerations or concerns was I won't be able to listen to my own music. And, uh, you know, I didn't really like doing uh, cardio much. Uh, And, but, you know, I really was at kind of like a plateau. You know, I weighed... Uh, around 190 and you know it, it got boring and in a sense it was kind of lonely you know uh, working out at Gold's you're just there kind of by yourself everyone's doing their own thing um, and um, so when uh, Elevate when they made the gym at, at the center I was like okay And Dallas and I I think talked and we're, we were like we're doing this Let's so do you this. Had a, you had a
2: heart to heart. Yeah, we and, we had a little was talk. Was that
3: it? I you guys the, mutually agreed. Don't? The first class, it was like, "Are we going to do this?" Yeah, let's do it. And we did. And we did. And f- well, for me personally, uh, I loved it. I, I loved the fact that it was new. Uh, there was I was being introduced to new things, and you know, new challenges. Uh, and I noticed I felt so much better after, you know, a CrossFit workout uh, than I did after I worked out, uh, you know, at Gold's Gym or something on my own. I, I had, like, a great endorphin rush. And uh, I one thing I really liked uh, in particular about CrossFit was the the workouts were, <laughs> they're there for you. They're already made. I don't have to go in the gym and figure out what I'm going to do, uh, you know, what things I want to focus on that day. It's You just show up. And you know, you get taken through the class, which I found to be uh, take a lot of stress off of just working out. you know All I really needed to focus on was just bringing my workout clothes to work and
1: that's my favorite part yeah. about it. It's never the same thing. It's always different, and you don't have to think about it. I love that Yeah. because those are things where it becomes predictable. It's like, oh, next we're going to be doing this. Next we're going to be – I hate it. It drove me insane. That's why I love CrossFit too. It's just the constant variation.
3: Yeah. I, I really liked just all the challenges that it presented because I had never really done a, a power clean or a snatch or uh, attempted a handstand push-up or anything like that. And, you know, all of those, all of those new challenges were so awesome in it. And I just really noticed how weak my legs were. Uh, <laughs> and I was so upper body dominant. And, I, and I've read about uh, a lot of people that are into bodybuilding uh, that, you know, come into CrossFit. They when they clean, you know, they pull early and they they use their upper body a lot. So uh, it really brought an awareness to uh, a lot of my weaknesses as far as my fitness goes. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm a lifer now. I'm a CrossFit lifer, I, I, I love the stuff, and it's I'm constantly learning more and more about it. So that's kind of my journey.
1: Nice, Dell?
0: Well, Tom, that was a great journey and I was glad to be there for it. Uh, wasn't there for your guys' journey, but we all meet here now and that's beautiful. <laughs> my journey's a lot like Tom's. I was actually one of the newer staffs that would go to the gym with Tom in the morning in his little ranger. We'd pack four dudes in there on pre-workout, <laughs> six in the morning, go hit Colts Gym. All hopped up on pre-workout. All hopped up on pre-workout, listening to the craziest music. It shouldn't even be being played at 6 a.m. <laughs> Blowing out those speakers. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those were the good days. But, <laughs> so it started there for me too. Uh, four years, I think, at Gold's Gym with Tom, and I think the evolution of Gold's Gym, took place a lot of you know not to just kind of repeat the same things that Tommy was saying but it definitely got old I definitely noticed a plateau it's easy to put on weight when you're a drug addict so I saw this huge weight gain but then for four years it was just kind of like bench press deadlift Newport cigarettes Big Macs for calories and just try to like accumulate as much mass as possible that's hard to say without hating yourself uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, we all knew did what we knew.
0: <laughs> we did what we knew, you know? And uh so that was the goal for a long time, and I would say Tom and I accumulated some mass. <laughs> we achieved our goal, but the goal was the goal, like and this is my this is the big thing that I wanted to talk about is the goal was not like it, I think the goal for me at least was to look good. The goal right. wasn't to be healthy. The goal wasn't to I mean, I guess in a way, get stronger, but like bench press wasn't something I was gonna need in the long run of my life. Deadlifting, sure. Uh, I guess what I'm saying though is is the idea that I had of what health and fitness was. I I labeled myself as someone that was very healthy because I went to the gym five times a week and, and you were I worked sober. out and I was sober yeah. all the time. But in reality, I still smoked cigarettes. I still ate fast food. I still was drinking energy drinks and taking pre-workout and
1: smoking. How much?
0: Uh, two packs of Newport's a day, forty yeah. cigarettes a day. Yeah, I remember one time I was smoking a cigarette after my workout in the parking lot, and this like older older lady was like, "Are you seriously smoking?" And I was just like, "You gotta work out your lungs." <laughs> like that's like how much in denial I was about <laughs> it. Yeah, I said it's lung day. You were so right. Yeah. I yeah. made her yeah. so wrong. Yeah. yeah, about it, you know. So honestly, once the gym came in, like I wasn't really like trying to, like I liked what I was doing. I was four years grooved in. Like in my mind, I was at the peak of what I was doing, which was not much, you know? Um, so anyways, fast forward a little bit. Now we have this gym. We've been taking clients to CrossFit here and there and
1: and we did have the fitness challenges. I forgot. We, we did, were yeah. doing that before the gym was there. So yeah. we were getting little tastes of it. Or little at least tastes. You guys were.
0: And that's kind of where like the little tastes of like we're not that healthy dudes mm-hmm. came into play. So basically I started to be open to the idea of like I wasn't as healthy as I thought that I was. And I had a lot of weaknesses. Cardio, lungs, legs, core, all that. Like my weaknesses were just basically becoming apparent in like small little glitches here and there. Um, we had a staff member that used to work for us and she would always give me guff about smoking and I'd kind of treat her like I did that other lady at the gym, like it's lung day, you know, like I quit heroin and crack, like give me a break type of thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those were like my go-tos, just like yeah. straight denial. And I feel like my armor just started to wear down wear a little bit and I remember coming into the crossfit gym once it was built as more of the like i bet you won't like i heard you couldn't type of like ego like oh yeah deal like she really was like poking my buttons like you couldn't come in there and do that like you're not very strong like what are you talking about And it's like i'll show you you know here we are now uh three years later into crossfit she was right i wasn't in shape my cardio sucked my legs were weak i wasn't as healthy as i thought i was And CrossFit was the only reason I quit smoking cigarettes. So CrossFit has actually really allowed me to become healthy in a real sense of the word, not just this like delusional idea in my head that I look good in my head too as well. I don't even know if that was true, but I looked good and healthy and fit and was big and strong and yeah, it just wasn't really the case. So now I weigh 40 pounds less than like the peak Bodybuilding days, which I don't know if we were bodybuilding. We were just benching, you know? <laughs> just, we were, you guys you, you guys were just growing out. Yeah, we you were just growing out, dude. <laughs> Caffeine, metal push ups. Yes. Pre workout. Hold down. Sets of 28, you know? Just ripping nice. those things up. So that was kind of my journey into CrossFit. I hope that sufficed for our audience and for you, Ange, because I know that's. It's kind of funny to look at it now where these huge like advocates for like true total health and like longevity and like body movement patterns. And it's it's funny to look back where it all started for us.
1: It is, and I, I recall, and I love thinking back to when you were first starting CrossFit because even though your endurance and cardio and you were still smoking wasn't there, you would push your competitiveness, Was superseded there. all exactly. that, and you would push so far, So hard every time that you would literally leave and go throw up. Like every workout you left or you get mad you'd throw the equipment and you'd leave but there was always because you you didn't have a regulator and so Mm-mm. you would go hard and there would always be that bad result but you always came back which i
0: had no frame of reference none
1: you just went hard i appreciated it so much because <laughs> it was so funny for me i have a massive regulator mm-hmm. if i feel like my heart rate's getting up if i'm getting a little dizzy like i i almost stop myself but you had the exact opposite which i found really entertaining
0: just had one speed you know yeah just go
1: just go I mean, mean you still do but now all your health and fitness has caught up to it so it's okay you're not throwing up and
0: you can sustain it now throwing weights i can sustain that that pace a little bit which is unsustainable but that's why i quit smoking is because i would go so hard i would throw up and my lungs could not bounce back i tom remembers like there was times where i would be like (gasps) like gasping for air for like 36 hours after the workout and i kept showing up to crossfit because in that window, I couldn't smoke. I couldn't physically smoke because I couldn't draw air. I couldn't draw from the cigarette. <laughs> so I kept yeah. going to CrossFit and going that hard to get that feeling to continue to remind me that I need to stop because it's this bad.
1: Yeah. Tom, I think you had a similar transition, right? You were also smoking and you had asthma. And so the transition was very similar to Dallas's.
3: Yeah, I, I was. I I quit smoking a little bit before I got into CrossFit, but um, I kind of stopped working out as much as well. Um, you know, when I quit smoking, there was like a period of time where I just kind of lost interest uh, in in working out, and I, I re- really struggled with just not smoking. I had smoked for like sixteen <laughs> years, yeah, and. Uh, I just felt, you know, like I didn't have a lot of energy, and uh, you know, like my whole routine with going to the gym was just different, you know, without chain smoking on the way, and the pre-workout wasn't hitting as hard as it used to, and. Uh, yeah, just it wasn't was, working anymore. It just wasn't working anymore. Yeah. And that that's well, funny. Yeah. That, you know, I don't even use pre-workout anymore at all. I tried it a few times with CrossFit, and I, my muscles would get so flash-pumped that I, like, couldn't physically move them. I, would, I, like, couldn't hold on to the bar. My forearms would get pumped up so much that I would lose com- all grip strength. But, um, yeah, it really made me realize uh, it helped enforce... The fact that I I needed to stop smoking because I, I had asthma and I smoked cigarettes with asthma, uh, which is obviously not smart at all. <laughs> not and, recommended. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, not, no. not, not recommended. It's not a cure for asthma. It's not a cure. It's, it's <laughs> Tom not a cure. Yeah. Tom's doctor and was not happy with him. No. And in, <laughs> even after I quit smoking for uh, you know months and months after, I still needed to use my inhaler a lot. I was still... Uh, You know really struggling just with breathing and coughing uh, up
1: black stuff for a long time
3: yeah I, I I coughed up a lot of stuff and I think uh CrossFit really helped uh helped my asthma in a lot of ways uh you know it really helped open my lungs up and you know kind of rejuvenate them which I don't think that would have happened as fast if I hadn't gotten into some you know uh, serious cardiovascular type training, you know? So, uh, yeah, I'm very grateful for that because, uh, yeah, I'm still not smoking and, uh, my lungs are much, much stronger and they just keep getting better, you know? And I think another thing, uh, you know, I noticed how, you know, like the, the whole, not to throw like gold's gym, but just the bodybuilding, uh, bodybuilding in general was just very, very vain. You know, and I remember just, uh, it just seems so, um, silly to me now standing in front of a mirror and doing bicep curls. You know, <laughs> it just seems, uh, just so ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and that was something I would do often. And, you know, the whole, uh, just the ruggedness of the CrossFit gym, there's no mirrors in there. And it's, you know, so much more to me at least so much more about body awareness and like Mm -hmm. what your body can do and not necessarily about how you're going to look after you do a workout. It's, 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 it was such a mental shift in thinking about my body in a different way, not thinking about it as this like aesthetically pleasing, you know, thing that I wanted to sculpt and mold. And the most amazing part is my, uh, my body just improved so much more from just not focusing on it like that, Mm -hmm. you know, and just, just, you know, trying to just uh, strategize and get through workouts the best I could. And, you know, that, that mindset translated so well to a better looking body, which is just kind of a a perk of, of CrossFit, not necessarily uh, the goal or not something I'm thinking about. Uh, you know, when I go into a workout, it's more of like, how, how am I going to get through this versus how am I going to look after I do this? Which was always a big consideration for me is like, okay, well, I, I noticed that I go into golds or, and I noticed that my, my biceps were looking a little, a little small, a little flaccid, you know, a little, yeah, a little, so do? A little flaccid. So I'm going to really, really hit some hammer curls today, you know, <laughs> really pump them up, you know, and, and. It was just yeah, that whole mentality just seems so ridiculous to me now. And, you know, I'm just, and for that, I'm very thankful uh, for Elevate putting up the gym there and making it available to staff. And, uh, you know, it really changed my life.
1: It's an amazing point, and as a woman, and and you guys hearing my considerations before I even went into a CrossFit gym, it made it a lot easier to be in there, not having to look at myself, not having to do these things. And you really do, like you said, take your attention off thinking about you and how you look and onto I'm dying because this workout's really hard, but it kind of and the other reason like we want to put in the program is you have to be so 100 percent present on what's happening you can't be thinking about how you're looking because you're thinking about getting through this workout without dying and there's just such an immense ease to being in the moment and just doing the workout and not worrying about yourself work here there everywhere all the things that you know happen for myself outside of the gym that's the one place where I literally can shut it all off only worrying about the workout everything else waits and it's just like like I said for me mentally it's easier which I actually really enjoy
0: yeah, of course. I just want to go on the record and say this is my favorite episode I've, we've ever done so
2: far. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> like that that bit about Tom talking about the hammer curls yeah. and like acknowledging the lack of size in his bicep <laughs> at six in the morning and like heading to the gym to fix it just
2: made my whole year. <laughs> yeah. the, the the vanity involved is yeah, uh, yeah. Is, is impressive.
1: It's hard to even imagine. You guys used to think that way. Like now, knowing where we're all at, it's 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 amazing. Yeah,
0: I haven't done a bicep curl in three years. Same man. <laughs> yeah, I, I still do them sometimes, just just for
2: nostalgia. Yeah, sometimes you know, like we'll do, bro, out a little bit after after a workout and do you know do some reps with the bicep curls and some some tricep pull downs and you know just for kicks, the glory days, some skull crushers. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So I think we've definitely established like where we all came from, how CrossFit showed itself in in kind of our world and our recovery and our health and fitness. I think it'd be good to kind of segue into like where it's at now or kind of what role we play with CrossFit now, you know, with ourselves, but also with the clients and, and kind of what that looks like. uh...
1: sure so I know Nate and I both got uh, our certification Uh, not necessarily well for myself I got my certification a I wanted the information so that I understood the mechanics of everything you know if you're gonna own a CrossFit gym you should understand what you're doing and and as we all know we like to walk the walk so I also wanted uh, to be a trainer just like you guys I think Nate uh, Nate, you also got your certification. I don't think you got it um, as a motive to start training other people. What was your thoughts behind that?
2: Yeah, I mean, I just kind of wanted to. Uh, I wanted to have the experience, and I wanted to, you know, kind of get the the foundation of, you know, how CrossFit was developed, have a better understanding of the uh, foundational movements that all CrossFit is pretty much built on. And, uh, you know, I mean, I was just I was just interested and it was a really cool opportunity. And at the same time, I knew that, you know, we had this gym going and that it would be beneficial for me to have a better understanding of CrossFit and also be able to help out if we you know needed to uh, have somebody come in and coach classes and stuff like that. But I found the training very valuable. I think that um, after I did that you know, it kind of rejuvenated my enthusiasm for CrossFit and it, it gave me such a better understanding of why I was doing what I was doing within CrossFit. So it really was a valuable training. You know, I talked to others who had done it and they'd kind of said the same thing. And so, I mean, that's pretty much why.
1: Yeah, I really wish I had done it earlier because it gives you so much understanding of, of the theory and the mechanics behind it all. It's actually brilliant. I would recommend it to anybody who is is really into CrossFit just as gaining more knowledge and understanding of why we do what we do. Yeah. And
2: yeah, so fun. then
1: that leads me to you guys. At what point did you guys say, hey, maybe I should be a trainer?
3: Well, for me, um, you know, I I uh, am the manager of a pretty big uh, area at uh, Elevate. And uh, I like to be able to do any job that I oversee. And, uh, you know, so uh, big area being, you know, group group facilitator, one-on-one counseling, um, also case manager. And fitness uh, was was coupled in uh you know my sphere of influence and uh so i think uh i wanted the training i wanted the knowledge i wanted to be able to jump in and do it in case uh you know somebody couldn't show up for work that day and uh you know and also it was uh i was really honestly eager to see what it was all about you know and hearing about like the format like the the weekend and you got to you know, uh, read these like 500 pages and uh, just. Uh, we
1: all got to go to the ranch. Yeah,
3: going to the ranch, you know, uh, which I had already kind of learned it was a historic place in CrossFit. And the fact that it was local and hearing that CrossFit came from Santa Cruz and I'm from Santa Cruz, it just all made so much sense. It was like, okay, I'm diving into CrossFit fully and I, I'm going to learn how to be a coach. And. Uh, it was, yeah, it was a wonderful experience. It was like one of the most fun weekends I've had in a long time. You know, I I enjoyed every bit of it and uh, I enjoyed uh, just the lectures and, you know, seeing uh, that culture because I was, uh, you know, mainly exposed to CrossFit at Elevate. You know, that was kind of my introduction. I hadn't gone to a gym outside of Elevate. So seeing, you know, this kind of epicenter of uh, you know, CrossFit, the heart of CrossFit was just an awesome experience and it really uh, you know, uh, encouraged me to just keep going on the path that I was going on.
1: That test stressed me out so bad. I didn't have the wonderful experience you did. (laughs) My ego got checked hard by the guy that was running us through the things. He wouldn't let me do pull-ups because I couldn't do strict and he didn't want me to do the kipping. I almost left, but I was there with you and Nate, so I was like, that'd look really bad if I just took off right now. So I I did not have the best, but at the same time, it was so good because it was humbling for me in my position to be so challenged by a test, be challenged by somebody else on whether I could do something or I couldn't, forcing me to scale, even though I hate scaling more than anything on this planet. Um, But it was, it was a, a, you know, good for me, but in a different way.
3: Yeah, that test stressed me out too. That test was hard. Honestly, uh, (laughs) because There was another uh, trainer that was working for us like uh, just a couple nights a week at Elevate and uh, I was trying to get my feelers out on, hey, is this test hard? And one of the trainers was like, I think I failed it twice. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I, I that just spun me out. And, I mean, and historically I'm a terrible test taker. Uh, not that I do bad, but that I just work myself up so much and just get it ultimately just stressed through the roof, uh, about any test I have to take, whether big or small. And, uh, you know, I, uh, really respected the hell out of that test, the, the CrossFit test, just in the fact that every answer seemed to be, you know, good, (laughs) you know, going through it. I don't think we're supposed to talk about it too much, but, uh, yeah, but it, it was a hard, uh. It was, it was a hard test. It was a well, uh, well-written test.
1: Yeah, really right. tested our knowledge, really made you feel confident when we got the certification that we know our stuff because it was so hard. So that, for me, was a bit of validation because I was stressing whether I passed or not because you just don't know. But when you get that pass, you're like, okay, I actually do know my stuff. So it was really good. However, Nate he didn't seem to break a sweat over any of it it was all very easy to nate over here
2: i'm 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 a good test taker (laughs) yes
1: you were so calm it was so easy everything you did i was like man why can't i be more like nate
2: (laughs) oh come on it's not easy i just don't let it show you know
1: yeah you do not let him keep i keep it all buttoned down
2: nate's got one hell of a poker face (laughs) oh amazing amazing he's a very
1: calming influence i was very fortunate to do the training with nate and Tom. So, oh, you know, all three of us sort of had one another. Whereas Dal, you were out there on your own.
0: Solo mission for Dal. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny because Tom was explaining how he oversaw, you know, his area in in uh, our company. And I work for Tom. Technically, I work for all of you guys, but I work for Tom directly. And. He likes to do all the positions that fall under him, and I work under Tom, and we lost the, the one of our trainers that does that position, and so it was kind of sprung on to me like, hey, we're losing our CrossFit coach. I mean, I could do it half the time, but we kinda need someone to do it the other half of the time, and you could like go tomorrow if you wanted to, <laughs> <laughs> to the, the ranch. I looked into it, there's one tomorrow. And uh Wow, well, we really do days. operate
1: that way, don't we?
0: Yeah, it was just a perfect storm, yeah. you know, where, like, the person put their two weeks in. And on top of it, Tom, had I think, had his, like, wedding or honeymoon coming up. So there was, in the future, it was like Tom wasn't going to be here for a while. So I think maybe the, I knew this, like, Saturday, and I went Monday, Tuesday to the ranch, became a CrossFit trainer, knowing that I had to coach Wednesday.
1: Amazing. So I went
0: right. in... this was like I had like a nine months of being like a CrossFit athlete at this point just your average CrossFit athlete and you know and I didn't even really like want to become a CrossFit trainer I had no idea it was kind of one of those things that was like thrown into your lap it was thrown Mm -hmm. into my lap where it's like hey like as a company, we kind of need a CrossFit coach and who better than you. And like, you could go tomorrow. I was like, all right, let's do it. You know, the good why not? Is you
1: didn't have to sit and worry about things for like weeks beforehand. It was no. just like,
0: do it. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of how I make decisions for, you know, good and bad. Just impulsively. I was like, let's do okay, it. Why more, not? More good these days. than Yeah. Bad. <laughs> a lot more good these days. Yeah. Definitely put that one on the record. Uh, haven't made a bad decision since probably like 2015. And, um, So I go, I go down there for two days, solo mission, having like no idea what to expect, except your three experience of Mm -hmm. how it went for you guys. I was like, all right, well, let's go down there. And also with Tom, I've only worked out at CrossFit EAS. I've never been to a different gym. I've never worked out with any other CrossFitter except you guys. So it was a whole new world for me. And it was a cool experience. It was a great experience. I learned a lot. I definitely went into it with like uh, I'm not a very anxious person, but I was anxious because I had to become something that I wasn't in 48 hours. That was like the big mental barrier for me is like I really need to listen because I'm coaching on Wednesday, (laughs) like (laughs) never coaching ever before, never influenced anyone on how to work out properly except for like great lift, bro at Gold's Gym with Tom, you know, like your triceps <laughs> right. look great there, dude. You know, like that was, <laughs> look at that, that look was at that it. Cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: look at that sick pump. Exactly.
0: <laughs> like that was the
2: the epitome of, of my instructional uh, coaching. <laughs> so yeah. I think though, like I'm thinking about this as you're speaking, that uh, having the two of you coach our CrossFit classes, you know, because initially we had, we were bringing in uh, CrossFit trainers from other gyms and, mm-hmm. you know, just whoever, whoever could come up. And, and those guys are all good. But when you're in a CrossFit gym, it's a little bit, you know, there's a little bit more, maybe push a little bit harder and stuff like that. Not a full understanding of our clientele. And with you guys, you have a lot of knowledge for surrounding recovery and what that's like and also the disposition and the, the mental state of our clients. And now you you know and you're really into CrossFit and you're great trainers and so you can kind of couple that with each other and really meet our clients where they're at, whether it's with uh, with scaling with things that they might be going through emotionally in the program. You just have a really good understanding of where they're at and I think that it shows in how they respond to you in the classes because they love you guys, and uh, you know and I when I'm there when you guys are running classes I stick my head in and everybody's having a good time they're they're participating they're engaged. They're doing things that, you know, it's like I see some of the people that come in who they show up in really bad shape and they're in there just doing what they can. You know, just lifting a barbell off the ground for them is is a huge accomplishment. And you guys can get them to that point and overcome all this other crap that's going on in their lives with going from, you know, being an active uh, substance abuser to being clean and healthy and all that. So I really appreciate what you guys are doing up there.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much, Nate. Yeah. I appreciate that too. I think it's perfect as to why I was already a counselor. Mm -hmm. So it might be more beneficial to have a counselor become a CrossFit coach than go find a CrossFit coach somewhere that can't be a counselor. I agree. I mean, I've tried
1: to step in for you guys. If there's just been a few minutes while like Tom had to go change his shirt or you had to go do something and I don't know how you guys do it. Like, all of a sudden, I'm hit with, well, I got this shoulder injury, and, oh, I'm feeling tired, and, oh, that's... I'm like, oh, my gosh, how do you guys navigate this? There's so many... Uh, originations that you will get and to know how hard to push somebody how to back off when it's legit when it's just uh, you know whining (laughs) like you guys are masterful but i don't have i don't have what you guys have as far as it goes with that kind of stuff it's pretty awesome what you guys are able to navigate through and lead a whole class through these workouts every day
3: yeah a lot of it's you know making the clients feel comfortable um you know uh Always uh, check in with new people um, when they come in. You know, ask them if they have any injuries or things like that, and and get a little fitness background. I usually like to touch on that, and um, it's you know, and I, I, I generally stick to uh, let's not add any weight at first, and just really watch them, get them to move well with just you know maybe just the empty bar in a lot of cases, and. Uh, you know just kind of go from there and stay in good communication with them throughout Um, you know that's the one of the most beautiful things about CrossFit is that you you can scale something uh, like a movement of some of some type in the gym Uh, there's multiple scaling options for that movement and you know as time goes on you get a really good understanding of all the different things you could do instead And where that person still feels as though they're part of the class, you know, which which is super important. And, um, you know, something uh, it's 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 never like one person has to scale. There's multiple people. So, um, you know, which really creates uh, a good environment. I there's been a few times where there's been a lot of clients that are that have been doing fitness for a while and there's somebody new that has to scale And, you know, I might even go over to another client that's just, he's very, he or she is very close uh, to doing it, and I might have left him there, but I'd make him scale too, just so the other person doesn't feel left out, you know, and and things like that. And, yeah, having that rapport or having that knowledge of, you know, uh, of, you know, essentially their history, like where they've, you know, come from, the different traumatic experiences that they've been through, and... Uh, you know, hearing about them from my staff and group, you know, their participation and things, you, you can use all that information to your advantage and and really uh, approach each person as an indi- individual and not, you know, as whereas somebody coming from the outside, like like Nate said, would uh, maybe not have that knowledge and could right. come a little bit too um, hard at somebody and, you know, kind of turn them off to the whole experience. So. Or uh,
1: almost a little too soft. You or know, they listen to a, all the considerations and are like, "Oh, you're right. You know, here, just do air squats. You're you're cool." Instead of knowing, I could push this guy, and he needs me to push him. Yes. It probably works in both ways. I'm, it does. It yeah. totally
3: does. And uh, yeah, there's you know, there's certain clients that yeah, their participation's low. They're not really out of their shell. They're not talking a lot, and and you know, they're a little bit uh, a little rough around the edges. And, you know, yeah, there's certain types where I like to push, you know, harder and then there's other people who may be a little bit more, um, uh, you know, emotional uh, and a little more sensitive to things, which I, you know, have that knowledge prior and I, you know, I can approach them in, in a different way. So uh, it does. uh it does make a difference having, <laughs> having that knowledge, uh, and hearing about the way they participate in, in the program prior to just that one block, uh, cause it is only one fourth of their day. And, um, yeah, so it's, uh, it, it's a wild ride working with the clients. You never know, uh, <laughs> you never know who's uh, coming in. Uh, and, uh, um, well, you do know, but you, you never you never know what somebody's going to look like until you see them first. You know, do let's say, just a back squat or something like that. You know, that that can really tell you a lot. And uh, yeah, I really enjoy. It. I've uh, and over the last um, couple of years, you know, you just really fine tune your coaching, and there's always so much great information coming out. And always referring back to the L1 uh, has always been really big Mm -hmm. and just correcting those simple things and really sticking with, uh, you know, those, those main cues that they give you in the beginning.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's great, Tom. I I couldn't agree any more with anything you said. And I, you know, we've had very similar experiences as coaching, you know, definitely side by side and, You know, diagnosing kind of some of the same issues coming up for you and Tom being like, hey, you know, with this client, you know, maybe try this and, you know, just depending because I coach on Monday. So, like, I could go in like and then Tom coaches the next day so we can kind of relay information back and forth from each other. But one thing that Tom touched on that I thought was funny is that in. The CrossFit L one training, they don't talk about emotional scaling, which no. I think only <laughs> no. only happens probably at Elevate. Yes, where you know, and what you said, Ange, is sometimes there's also emotional RXing, yeah, right, where you push them a little bit harder because oh, they're man. emotional we're, we're breaking barriers we're, in here. Break, we're <laughs> yeah next level stuff yeah we're coining new terms yeah i love
1: that we need to trademark emotional RX. emotional
0: rxing where you're like dude you're throwing 15 more pounds on there exactly because you've had a rough day and you need to leave it in the in the gym for uh, sure
1: i mean i need that tom pushes right. me all the time because i'm like oh, i think i'm gonna drop weight he's like actually you should add weight i'm like really? <laughs> and yeah. I'll just do it because it's the one place where I don't have to be a boss and I can actually allow myself to just be coached. And, and I, I'm i always glad I'm getting pushed because if I wasn't pushed, like if I do it at, at myself by myself at home, I do not push myself half as hard as when I'm in the gym with everybody else.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We all need kind of that push. And as a counselor and a CrossFit coach, you really get to know these people physically and emotionally. And it kind of just comes together perfectly I can think of one example just to kind of paint the picture maybe for the audience where we had a client who just went through a breakup so he was very emotional and he got excused from fitness right and I was working with him a lot and class started and I I got the ding that's like blah 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 is excused and not going to be in fitness and I was like he needs to be here today like that guy needs to be here this is exactly where he needs to be and so I catch him walking past the gym with his head down and like shoulders slumped. And I was like, what are you doing, man? Get in here. He's like, I'm already So I'm already excused. It's late. And I was like, dude, you don't have a headache. You know this. You're just sad. He's like, I'm so sad. And <laughs> and so I was like, go put your dang shorts on, you know, and like, get in here. And so he he, he listened. Right. Because it was kind of like the uh, I was so sure of it, like he couldn't. He couldn't get out of it. Your intention was super mm-hmm. high. He was like, go get your shorts on. I'll see you in two minutes, you know. And yeah. he got his shorts on and was there in two minutes. And he did this workout, and it was a lot of assault bike. Oof. And after the first round, he, like, walked out of the gym. And I thought he went to go walk to go throw up because he was, like, mm-hmm. going so hard on the assault bike, which was oh, his wow. first mistake. And he goes outside, and I go outside with him. And he's just bawling. He's like hysterically crying. And I went up there, I was like, what's going on, man? And he gave me this big hug and I was like, let's get back in there. And he spent nice. the rest of the workout crying the whole time, just working through it, you yeah. know? And that was kind of the emotional RX. Like we prescribed the fitness for his emotional pain that day. And he showed up to CrossFit every day for the rest of his treatment, every single day. And it was like the bi- this huge part of his treatment that he never, he never had before. And he was a 12 stepper and was it just made this huge impact on his life. Cause we kind of like, this is how we deal with emotional pain. Sometimes you got to leave yeah. it somewhere and work through it. And just kind of wanted to give that example for the audience of what CrossFit could do for somebody. Yeah. that's, emotionally. It. that's <laughs> it
2: right there. That's why, that's why we do it because it can give this outlet that they're not going to get from another area or it can, it's like, it's almost, it can be like a shortcut to an emotional release and to a springboard into recovery is giving them, you know, a place to go where they can kind of just, you know, like just work through it and fight through it and use their bodies to accomplish something that otherwise they probably would have never realized. And sometimes talking, I mean, obviously we talk about stuff all the time and we use it, you know, we counsel people constantly. But any tool that can be used to push people through in the limited time we have with them is very valuable, and you know the fitness that we put in is is a huge part of that.
3: Yeah, absolutely, and I think uh, one of the things that's it's going along with the emotional RX is that you, when you're doing CrossFit, you really can't think a whole lot about other things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially if you'd been doing it a little while, and uh, you know you're in, in, you know, I don't know, uh, moderate shape. And I, I think that uh, that's one of you know the common threads with uh, people struggling with addiction is they they ruminate on things like mm-hmm. so much. They just they sit and ruminate, and that's kind of like uh, you know, in, in the case of the client you were talking about, I know which client you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it getting them out of that is uh, is so healthy. You know, and, and we practice mindfulness, and you know that's you know one of the you know big things that uh, one of the core elements of the program is you know developing that relationship with with our mind and our thoughts, and uh, you know not necessarily you know. Uh, clinging on to, you know, every thought that comes to your head and walking through life, you know, watching a this movie in your head, you know, CrossFit really, uh, really f- forces you to be present. And yeah. it's, it, um, it is almost like a, you know, a, a different type of a mindfulness in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. and I really, uh, I've really s- seen firsthand a lot of people work through some really hard days, you know, our program stirs up a lot of stuff and as it's supposed to, it, you know, brings up, a, you know, a lot from their past. And uh, in some cases they can, you know, worry about their future too much and whatnot. And just having fitness in the program really can give them a break from their mind. And I remember when we were, um, you know, first introing or first talking about mindfulness I remember uh, my boss uh, telling another client uh, you know really focus on your breath and you know count to you know count as long as you can and I bet you won't uh, have a craving after you do that and uh, you know which is extremely powerful and the same thing translates to fitness yeah go ahead and run 400 meters and do you know 20 back squats and let me know if you're thinking about, you know, your, uh, your future plans at that point, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. And, uh, so yeah, it's just, a, a wonderful release and a wonderful break from everyone's minds, including myself, you know, cause I, I sometimes, uh, you know, I get in my head and, uh, <laughs> stepping in, stepping into uh, the gym and doing a workout is, uh, is such a great, just cure like a reset, like a hard reset button, you know? And, yeah. uh, yeah, I just, I love it.
1: Well, and I think that's, that's an important point to touch on because not only are you fully present while you're there, so you feel good, but then you push yourself really hard. So afterwards, whatever problems you walked in with, suddenly they just don't seem so big. They don't seem so insurmountable. They don't seem to hold the same sort of, emotion or charge that they did prior to the workout because now you feel good and you're looking at things differently in a more positive light because you just accomplished something really amazing physically and mentally so you know showing up every day and doing that is really like a cure for life and positivity is keep showing up for yourself and everything else it's just not that big of a deal
0: yeah life hack crossfit <laughs> try it <laughs> piece of cake yeah hour hour a day is all it takes hour a day will fix everything your body and your mind absolutely yeah so i was thinking you know i think it'd be cool to maybe all share like our biggest takeaway from crossfit you know whether that's with a client or with ourself and yeah i think that's the end of my thought yeah like i think that would be cool to share what do you guys think sure <laughs> <laughs> it's like i'd love to yeah why not yeah. yeah but it just you know as we're kind of winding down a little bit just kind of final thoughts maybe that's one of our final thought or maybe if you have a different final thought i'm cool with whatever
1: my final thought is we need to have a second episode because i think there's a lot that we didn't actually even get into because
0: know, a lot more it's already here.
1: been an hour there's a whole lot more to unpack with the four of us obviously i think most of us can talk about this for hours Forever. and hours and hours so my takeaway is i think there's more to come that's yeah, that's okay. what i got and for me crossfit um yeah finding it much later in life i I, I just can't imagine myself without it at this point because I feel like it's improved my longevity of life. And, and, yeah, that's it.
0: There's no bigger takeaway than I feel like I get to live longer now.
1: Exactly. I'm healthier. I live longer. I don't get sick. I, yeah, it's, it's kind of amazing.
0: Yeah, there we go. What about you, Nate? What's been your kind of biggest takeaway from CrossFit or
2: while doing CrossFit? Um, I, I mean, really, honestly, there are a lot, and a lot of them we've touched on. I think uh, one of the biggest things for me is confidence it's given me um, with, you know, feeling like I can, going into it, there are a lot of things, you know, like when I was a kid, I always wanted to be able to do a handstand. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like I worked for it for a while in CrossFit and I can do, you know, I can stand on my hands for for a little bit. I can walk on my hands a little bit. And it was just one of those things that, you know, after I was, I don't know, maybe 15, I was like, okay, well, I guess that's just not something I'm going to be able to do. And, uh, you know, and now uh, closing in on 50, um, <laughs> I got a couple of years, but still it's, it's close. It's getting closer. Uh, you know, like I, I'm, I'm able to accomplish something like that. So it gives me confidence to, in myself that no matter where I'm at in my life or you know, what's going on or how long it's been, like anything can be accomplished. Like, there's still more to be able to do. And I really don't think I would have had that realization without getting into CrossFit yeah that's amazing
0: yeah i'm 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 impressed at your uh your health and fitness and i'm glad you mentioned your age because i remember one i didn't want to do that for you i wasn't going to do that i was like i thought about it i was like i, I shouldn't do that
1: yeah you learned the hard way yeah
0: but i remember nate showing me one time on his phone his scores for the open but i didn't want to like bring it up because then it like Shows your age or like what division you're in, you know? I'm <laughs> like, well, when Nate did the Open, you know?
2: Yeah, in the but Masters, in the it, 45 to 50 Masters or 40 45, to 45 to 50
0: <laughs> Masters division. Nate crushed it. I don't remember what place he was in, but he was in a very high percentage of the world's fittest old guys. I didn't want to say that either, but uh, yeah, older gentlemen, yeah. you know. So Nate, Nate gets after it and he he leads from the front and. Oh yeah. So I'm glad you mentioned your age as well because that's how fit you are, you know?
1: (laughs) Awesome. Tom?
0: Tom? Takeaways from uh, CrossFit or do you want me to go? Are you ready?
3: Uh, Either way.
0: Either way. Okay. I'll go. Yeah, why not? So I was going to say that I think my biggest takeaway from CrossFit, minus the one that we already touched on, which was like a genuine uh, journey towards health and longevity, kind of like Angie mentioned, one of the cool experiences for me was when I went and got the CrossFit L1 certification, the guy that was doing the seminar, the guy that two years ago I looked up to was like, this guy's a guru, he knows everything, he's super fit. Because they would work out at like the lunch break and they would crush it and I'd see some of the things they were doing, I'm like, damn, these guys are super fit. And they know all this data, they know how the body works. I looked up to him. long story short. And in December, I went to a Granite Games competition with Mm. two of our staff members, and I got to compete against that guy. Oh, wow. And I will say we did better than his team in three out of the four workouts. One of them, I will be honest, included bench press. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Not not fair. So that was kind of a gimme. We had a a wheelhouse workout. Um, (laughs) Think... Yeah, yeah, so we had a wheelhouse workout. But either way, there was a, another workout that was, like, about as crossfit as it gets. Chest-to-bar pull-ups and double-unders and shoulder-to-overheads at, like, 135 for, like, sets of 15, which is, like, mm-hmm. pretty pretty difficult, pretty crossfit fitty And we got him. So that, it's, nice. it was cool to just blatantly see that much progress, you yeah. know? Yeah. So that was, like, a cool win for me. It's like, wow, like, we're getting better. Like, the Gold's Gym days, like what fluctuated was my weight and I was like oh I'm not getting stronger because I'm not eating enough calories and my training was just so awful like that's why I never got better so it's a it's a testament to the the CrossFit methodology and that it works and that I've been improving ever since I started and so that's kind of my personal takeaway but also my my big takeaway for finding CrossFit and and the importance it's had in my life
1: nice I, don't.
0: Um, I think for me, I,
3: I, I mentioned a lot of things. It's hard to kind of think of like the biggest takeaway for CrossFit because, um, yeah, like Nate said, there's there's so many things that are just great. That, but right now, what's standing out uh, in this moment is just having just being uh, rejuvenated in a sense towards fitness and just Seeing, I can really see myself doing CrossFit for the rest of my life. Whereas before, I, I just didn't think I could see myself, uh, you know, just bodybuilding independently and and having uh, fun with that for the rest of my life. Um, so, uh, biggest takeaway is how much just the social environment and you know working out in a gym with a bunch of people is so much better than working out just by yourself and uh and the platform that crossfit gives just uh in all of its very uh all how variable it is is absolutely uh something i could see myself doing forever and yeah i think that's my biggest takeaway there
1: all right, I know I'm I know, sorry. I already gave one, but now I've had an opportunity to actually think <laughs> about it as opposed to just talking without thinking, but I feel like I have to add one in here. Um, as a woman, and, and I have to represent the women because I'm the only woman here. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> um, there, for myself, growing up, I uh, grew up in a generation where thin, thin, skinny, or, you know, there was just, there was a lot of attention on bodies, not health. And when I first started CrossFit, I remember, uh, I don't want to join. I don't want to look all bulky. That was like my consideration. Mm -hmm. And uh, a good friend of ours, Ashley, who used to work with us is like, you wish you could be bulky. Do you know how much those girls have to work out to get bulky? Like, that is like, it's actually funny that you're saying this to me. She kind of checked me hard, which I, I needed. <laughs> that's because, what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. when you don't know, you don't know. And I right. think, oh, man, if I go to class five days a week, now all of a sudden I'm going to look like Brooke Entz or something, you know. And, and you know, that's just the reality of that is so so far extreme. And and again, just like you guys, it became not about my body and how I looked, but it became about uh, my endurance and my strength. And for a woman, I personally don't think there's anything more empowering The lifting super heavy weight, like I just love it so much. I love throwing the weight. I love dropping the weight. I love that in a CrossFit gym, you can make as much noise as you need to, really create that (laughs) effect because I know in other gyms I've heard like, Planet no Fit, planet fitness yeah if you drop a barbell like alarms go off and everybody's upset with you <laughs> and so it's really cool how we can just go in there and throw heavy weight around and have fun and listen to hard music and um for me it's just a perfect alignment and and with that is is the health and fitness that comes along with it so yeah i mean i would encourage any woman who has like low self-esteem and i that's why i think it's so great for the women in our program low self-esteem afraid if they get sober they're going to get fat afraid if you know they quit doing this they're going to feel that way i feel like this is such a great way of building women up and empowering them to really kick ass in life
0: yeah Yeah. for sure that's That's awesome great takeaway yeah i'm so glad you're like i'm throwing this in here before we wrap because i needed to be there yeah and episode two episode so two we we're get, gonna
1: have a, a, a continuation
0: yeah we'll have a continuation well this has been epic I've never wanted to go work out more than I do right now right <laughs> so
1: <laughs> I wish we had class right yeah now. I
0: wish it was five yeah but it's it's not yeah yeah there's plenty more work to do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nice. well Nate and Tom thanks so much for being on the show it was great talking to you guys and we'll have to do episode two 100% so I guess look forward to that yeah sounds good there we go All right, guys, that's our show for today. We hope you found some value from listening. And if you did, please share with someone you know or love. You can find us on social media. We are at Elevate Addiction Services.
1: And if you or a loved one are struggling with addiction, please call our toll-free, confidential 24-hour helpline at 833-33-SOBER or visit our website at elevaterehab.org.